What's up, guys? I'm excited to have you listening today. Thank you again for tuning in to this podcast and for sharing it with others. Please continue to share this podcast with others so that together we can spread the power of God's Word and encourage more believers in their faith. As always, I pray this message will be a blessing to you guys. And if you feel led to support this podcast ministry, you can do so through the link in the podcast description or in the links in the bottom of the post if you go on to Facebook. You can make it a one-time gift or set up uh, to be reoccurring. Any support helps and all is appreciated, but only if you feel led to do so. So, I pray that everyone out there is growing stronger in their faith and walking a little closer with Him, finding peace in the storms, rest in the chaos, blessings and favor during the droughts or dry seasons. I pray that God sets your soul on fire for Him. When you see someone hurting, broken, worried, stressed, or overwhelmed, let your faith come alive and speak God's Word into their life with authority in the name of Jesus. Be willing to walk with them and let them and let the grace of God flow through you into their life. Be a blessing and let's make it a terrible day for the enemy. Scratch that. Let's ruin the enemy's day. With that said, let's jump into today's message titled, Breaking All the Rules. Some people have a personality that loves to follow rules, no matter what, while others will look for ways around the rules that they don't like, and others will just disregard them altogether. I would say that, for the most part, rules are good and have their purpose. They establish order, and when followed, they can serve as a means you know, for preventing unwanted problems. But some rules don't seem to make any sense, as we are well aware of today. If you have kids, you might have one or more of your kids that generally follow the rules, but there's usually always at least one that will always try breaking the rule. Uh, to them, it seems like the rules were made to be broken, especially when they make no sense to them. Now, I'm not pointing any fingers, but I may have been slightly on the rule-breaking side growing up. I definitely like to operate outside the box, and I don't mind defying the odds. But, you know, when rules or traditions take precedence over helping others or doing good for others, then those rules might just have to get broken. I'm not saying to go out and break the law or get yourself arrested, but sometimes rules get broken when they stand in the, the way of helping others. My wife works in a field, it's called the independent living field, and in this field they have you know different organizations and and the organization she works for in particular, a center for independent living, they, you know, they have a purpose, which is to serve people with disabilities and help them get access to the resources needed to live a more independent life or obtain the level of independence that they desire. You know, and over the years, different groups within her field have, you know, had to break the rules a little in order to get help for those, you know, who were um, living with a disability. There's a group called ADAP that did sit-ins, you know, a long time ago, back in the 80s, I believe. And they did sit-ins, which in a nutshell was basically civil disobedience. They would sit in front of uh, buses so they could not go anywhere, uh, like public transportation buses. They would sit in front of them and block them so they couldn't go anywhere until the people in charge finally listened to them. These rule breakers, so to speak, use civil disobedience to advocate for people who, you know, with dis- people who had disabilities so that they could finally make the buses accessible 
you know, the public transportation accessible for people with disabilities. You see, rules are good, but sometimes they stand in the way of doing good for others, and that is where we pick up today. After leaving the synagogue where Jesus had just cast out a demon from a man in the congregation, which was not allowed on the Sabbath, by the way, he then went to Peter's house. Now, before I go any further, let me say this. The traditions were so strict on the Sabbath that you could not heal the sick or even uh, or even heal someone who was demon-possessed unless you were certain that the person would not make it beyond the Sabbath. Now, Jesus goes to Peter's house, and Peter tells Jesus about his mother-in-law that is very sick. So Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 31 says, After they left the synagogue, they went directly to the house of Simon and Andrew. When you say Simon, just know that that was Peter's name before Jesus changed it to Peter. So Simon, Peter, they're the same person. And Andrew being his brother. So James and John were also with them. And Simon's mother-in-law was in was in bed with a fever. Now, some of the other Gospels, they, they kind of help you understand it better. It's not just a fever. She's really sick. Okay. And back then, if you had a fever and you were really sick like that, it was bad for you. So anyway, it goes on. The first thing they did was to tell Jesus about her. So Jesus went to her, took her hand, and helped her get up. The fever went away, and she prepared a meal for them. Now, Matthew's recording of this event states that as soon as Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Luke's record of this says that Jesus leaned over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Either way, Jesus, with all authority under heaven, shows his power over sickness. But there are several things to take note of here. Again, Jesus breaks the rules on the Sabbath in order to heal someone and minister to them. He did not break God's commands, only the rules established by man. Also, according to Jewish leadership, touching a woman that he was not related to could make a man ritually unclean. Not to mention touching someone who was sick. Jesus is clearly trying to show them what is more important to God and that is ministering to his people. Jesus knows he is going against the Jewish customs and traditions, but the work, of, the work of God will not be subject to man's traditions and customs. Once Jesus heals Simon Peter's mother, or mother-in-law, should I say, she immediately gets up and serves Jesus and the others by preparing a meal for them. Again, this would have been against the rules and customs set forth by the Jewish leadership. You are not allowed to cook or prepare, or prepare meals on the Sabbath. She was so grateful to be free from her sickness that she was willing to break the rules in order to show her gratitude. Furthermore, guests were not normally entertained in someone's home on the Sabbath. I know, I, I don't know about you, but the rules governing what they could do on the Sabbath were a bit intense. You know, as you can see, so far, they have managed to break the rules several times, but for good reason. These rules were not God's rules, and they stood in the way of God's will. Jesus came to save that which was lost. He came to show his people a better way. He came to set the example and bring relief to those in need. Later in Mark chapter 2, Scripture talks about how Jesus was walking along with his disciples and they were picking heads of grain from the fields and the Pharisees that were there got all kinds of upset and said something to Jesus about them doing what was not permitted on the Sabbath. 
or day of rest. And Jesus educated them about scripture regarding David and his men doing the same thing, basically. Then he told them that the Sabbath or the day of rest was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Ministering to people and spreading the good news and setting people free from their chains, from their sins and from the condemnation felt under the weight of the law, that was his focus. And that meant he would have to go against some of the traditions and customs regardless of who it upset. Jesus was willing to ruin his reputation for you and me. He was willing to challenge the leadership and be despised and hated in order to set people free from the weight of their sin. Are we willing to be unpopular for Jesus? Are we willing to ruin our reputation to serve God and follow him wherever he leads? Will we break customs or traditions to serve him like Peter's mother-in-law did? I think we struggle greatly with this point. We will do a lot for God, but sometimes we draw the line with being unpopular or ruining our reputation to follow him. We want to be liked by others, and we often seek the approval of others. We feel like we need it. It gives us validation. It makes us feel like we belong. What if God calls you to be unpopular for him? What if he asks you to speak up or take an unpopular stand, one that would ruin your reputation among family, friends, or coworkers maybe? We have to ask ourselves, what are we willing to give up to follow Jesus? Because he gave up everything to redeem us, to snatch us from the gates of hell. He clothed his deity with humanity, ruined his reputation, allowed himself to be hated, despised, spit on, mocked, falsely accused, beaten, and put on a cross in order to, to bring salvation to the very people that put him on the cross. But are we, But we are willing to... Are we willing to be unpopular for him? Jesus did all the heavy lifting for us. So what are we willing to give up for him? Jesus promises that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But when he called the disciples, they had to let go and leave everything behind to follow him. Like the rich man that asked Jesus what he needed to do to get into heaven. And Jesus told him to sell all his possessions and give it to the poor and follow him. But the man was unwilling to do that. He felt like Jesus was asking too much of him. Is there something that Jesus is asking you to let go of or give up for him? Is your response like the rich man? Do your actions say, that's asking too much, God? Remember what Jesus gave up for us and know that his grace is sufficient for us. Are you willing to trust him completely? Are you willing to surrender it all to him? Paul said, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Jesus was willing to break some rules or traditions in order to show God's love and grace to the world. Maybe you have some rules or traditions that stand in the way. Are you willing to break them to follow his will for your life? This is a hard pill to swallow at times because we hate giving up things. I know I do. But we can stand on his promises when we show that we are willing to give up everything to follow him. He will unleash his favor in your life. He will bless you tenfold. He asked a lot of Abraham and Abraham showed that he was willing to give up even his only son, even his son, should I say, to follow God and honored him for that faith. And God honored him tremendously for that faith and made Abraham a great nation. Take that leap of faith and trust him with everything. Show him you are all in and see God move in your life. 
The favor of God will clothe you, and grace, mercy, and love will be ever before you. God, thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for your example. Thank you for your willingness to be unpopular for us. Thank you for giving up everything to save that which was lost. We are forever changed because of your love and mercy. Give us strength and courage, Lord, to be willing to give up everything to follow you. I pray that you will fill your people with the power of the Holy Spirit. Call your people out of the shadows and into the light. Bring revival, Lord, to your church. Set your people free from whatever holds them back. Let us go forward with the authority given by Jesus and in the power of your word and give us strength and faith, God, to ruin the enemy's day. We are mighty in your name and we shall not be moved. Let us stand as a beacon of hope, a lighthouse to guide the way, a city on a hill, so that we may point others to you. May we always remember to give you all the glory and honor. Amen.